Hey guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And things are just going to get weird this week. I didn't know what to write for an intro because this episode was just so strange and it's probably the weirdest one I've written and the most like conspiratorial one that I've written. So I really just didn't know what to write for this. Um, Michael, are you ready for some crazy, crazy shit? Yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay, sweet. I think you're really going to like this episode. This is the kind of thing that you would be telling me when we're both drunk at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that you'd come out with. So I, I think you're going to like this. All right, great. Um, also, guys, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, there you can join the Discord where we're always on every day chatting to everybody in there talking about the episodes. Um, you can follow us on Twitter as well, just where we give updates on when the episode is posted. And I think that's everything. Are you ready for some crazy out-of-body experience, Michael? Yes. Okay. So there's this guy called Robert Monroe, right? And he's a radio presenter. And when he turned 43, some really strange stuff started to happen to him. He suddenly began to feel a vibration in his chest. At first, it wasn't so bad, but the vibrations kind of grew and grew. And it eventually got so bad that he couldn't handle it anymore. So, like, imagine your phone is going off inside your chest. It's just this vibration, like, bzzz, bzzz. Do think he was really a cat and he was just purring? Maybe. Maybe that's what happened. I mean, it would make sense in the long scheme of the story, so it could possibly be that. His immediate thought was not, oh man, I'm astro projecting his initial thought was i have died so he just thought he died i think that's he was a leaving fair, his body like that's a fair assumption yeah right it is <laughs> because astral projecting was not a thing at this time it's not something that was ever heard of um so he started panicking and like he's panicking so much that he actually manages to return to his body and he just wakes up like normal and this would happen to robert more more than once, on several occasions after this, he would report an out-of-body experience where he's just floating weightlessly around the place. So he did what any normal person would do, and he went straight to the doctors. See, my first thought was tying like an anchor to his leg. Why would you do that? It's not his physical body that's... Like, he can see himself. He's just floating out of his own body. I don't know. Shower in holy water and give it a try. <laughs> Yeah, fair, I guess. Or you could wear, like, a lead suit and see if your soul can get out through the lead suit or something. I'd be interested in that. Like, what materials can a soul not pass through? I assume it can go through anything. A sock. A sock? <laughs> just walking around in the, in the afterlife with your socks eternally on. <laughs> no, a soul. A sock. It was a joke. What? Oh, I get you. I get you. Like a shoe. You like, spud. Uh, I get you. That's funny. Anyway. He went to as many doctors as he could to try and explain what was happening to him, and they all confirmed that he was completely healthy. There was nothing wrong with his heart or anything that was causing the vibrations, and he was essentially just a completely healthy person. And they couldn't explain this out-of-body thing, but he was just healthy. He wasn't going through, like... Because I, I can imagine what would be going through my head right now would be, am I having a psychotic breakdown or something, you know? Yeah, but you have one, like, twice a week. Yeah, I've had a body experience twice a week. <laughs> Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah, so Robert was pretty relieved to hear that nothing was medically wrong with him, and he decided that he was going to try and hone in his new skills. And he actually began to practice astral projecting. So he left his job as a radio host and actually began to research consciousness. Because he just assumed that what was happening was his consciousness was leaving his body. Because he was com completely in control when this was happening. He 
knew what was going on around him. He was just getting better and better at astral projecting, like leaving his body. Have you ever done I anything do like that? that? Well, no, but like <laughs> I said it before, like I fell over one night and I banged my head and I was lying on the ground <laughs> for a minute and I couldn't like move my arm. So when I was trying to move my arm around, like it was almost like I had the sensation I was moving my arm. But my yeah. arm wouldn't actually move until I like matched up the sensation to where my oh, arm yeah, actually you said was. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I got like, do you know that scene in Doctor Strange when he gets punched <laughs> and he flies out of his body? <laughs> like you've mentioned this before on the podcast that you fell and hit your head and <laughs> basically had an out of body. Did you die for a minute? I don't know, but I'm all I know is I was told just go to sleep. I'm surprised nobody's emailed in and been like, is Michael okay? <laughs> I really wish more people would ask me if I was okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but Robert researched out-of-body experiences and he was trying to find proof of the existence of alternative realities. Um, he was trying to figure out cosmic travel through out-of-body experiences. So he was like traveling really far away from his own body, but not just in the earth I've, plane like yeah, a ghost. I've heard of stuff like this. People traveling to like Mars and Venus and shit. Yeah, yeah. But not but, even like that's that's limited in terms of what this could do. Like you can travel to the past, the future, like alternate dimensions. You can go in completely see, different directions. See, now this is getting to the point where I'm, my immediate answer is just, yeah, he's obviously having a dream. <laughs> yeah, you think so. Um... Yeah, but he, he actually began to study this and he developed a technology that's called the hemispheric synchronization. Yeah. <laughs> Try saying that twice. Um, hemispheric synchronization. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> hemispheric synchronization. Hemispheric no. synchronization. Also known as the hemisync. <laughs> no, I, I'm not accepting that. <laughs> I'm going with the hemisync. No, it's actually known as the hemisync. It is. The hemisync was a system that utilizes audio patterns. Uh, containing binary beats to create harmonization in the brain's left and right hemisphere. So he was trying to sync up the left and the right hemisphere of the brain, basically. And this could kind of induce that astral projecting thing. It kind of, I don't know, did something to your consciousness. Right? So from what I'm, I'm understanding here is that he's using the beats to like tap a rhythm into your brain so that both sides of your brain are focusing on the rhythm and working in unison. Yeah, they kind of work at the same time. I, I assume it's like that movie where you can take that pill and it activates 100% of your brain, but but it it kind of like makes you leave your brain. Yeah, but he did this test, or he was doing this research on this machine that would sync up your left and right side of the brain, right? Uh, but there was independent clinical neurologists who ran tests on the participants of the study to see whether it actually did make a difference. And they found that the results were really clearly visible on an EEG scan. So they could see that it actually was syncing up the left and right hand side of the brain on every single participant. So it was working. But again, though, this is just like he's just playing a beat. Yeah, it's not it's not definitive proof of uh, astral projection or anything like that. But yeah, but like what he was trying to, to do was actually working, you know? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you listened to We Will Rock You, that's a, like, repetitive noise, that, like, boo-boom clap. That Every would time you listen to thing. We Will Rock You, my spirit leaves my body, and I watch myself do the boom-boom I clap don't think, remotely. I don't think these neurologists were like, yep, spirits left the body. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, both sides of the brain are lighting up in time. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. But they, it was actually, like, what he was researching was actually working. Because this hadn't been done before, basically. Yeah, that's um, fair. Like, not you got to start small. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying this was 
definitive proof of anything. You know, this isn't the you know the the spider multiverse or anything. It's just this uh -oh. guy proved this. Yeah. Anyway, so this is the Cold War era, right? And there's another party that was interested in this research. I'll give you one guess as to who it was. The government. The U.S. government, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1978, the CIA actually contacted Robert Monroe about his research, and they asked him to join a classified project. Uh, they wanted to implement his mind-expanding practices in an attempt to sending soldiers into remote viewing sessions. So they were trying to basically use this technology to, on his on their soldiers so that they could do things. This was a weird thing in the Cold Warrior. Weren't they trying to do like Yeah, uh, there was a lot of, I think they called them psyops. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, this is basically the plot things. of Eleven from Stranger Things. That's oh, what man. they were trying to use her for. I literally have it written down here. If it sounds familiar, <laughs> it's basically what they did to Eleven in the Stranger Things. But yeah, they had her remote viewing conversations the Russians were having, but like, you know, completely remote. But um, I remember reading before that like there was one or two tests of theirs that they did that were like, wow, they're spot on. But it was like they were yeah. doing so many that it was kind of like... Is it actually working or is it just something that lined up right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure this project actually started because the Russians were doing something similar. Now, th this is a Cold War era. They could be, like, it could be the Russians faking that they're doing this so that, that the Americans actually do it and look stupid. You know, like, yeah, that was kind of Project thing Star that they would Wars. Do. Yeah, what's Project Star Wars? Uh, basically, I think it was... Reagan, maybe it was some American president, and he was basically telling, like, "Yeah, we've got these new fucking lasers. They shoot down anything <laughs> that comes into the sky. We have satellites with lasers that can shoot this." And the Russians were always trying to like find a way to beat this system. And then it came out a few years later. It was like, "Yeah, that never existed. We just wanted them to waste waste resources." That's so funny. Yeah, but you know, this could be something similar, but the reverse of it, you know. But yeah, regardless, they actually tricked. did start up this research. Cause I don't think the Russians were doing exactly remote viewing, but the Russians were doing like telekinesis and stuff like that. Supposedly, I know, anyway. I know with the American ones, they tried to use like LSD to help it and all. Like, yeah. what was that thing? There uh, was the movie, uh, Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah, but there's another thing that they did with LSD. It was like Project something, Project Midnight or something. I think we mentioned it before, where they go to brothels and they'd have like <laughs> the prostitute spike your man. So he's in the room and then suddenly he's tripping on LSD and one guy jumped out of a window and killed himself. Oh, God damn. Jeez. What's that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, because they were using the LSD to like see what the reactions were and if it would help people have like psychic stuff. And they were just like, fuck it, we'll test it out That's on random people. That's the worst place. Imagine you're fucking like, you're in a brothel and you're, you know, you're, you're doing brothel stuff. The next minute you're like fucking Matilda. Yeah, you're like Matilda and fucking Cocoa Pops start floating around you and shit. <laughs> Sorry. That's the worst place for that. For some reason, when you said like you're like Matilda, my first thought was someone swinging a prostitute around with a big tails. <laughs> oh my god. No, not that. Should I have to That's pay awful. extra for that? Yeah, you would. Of course you would. I can't even comment on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, they were trying to do the remote viewing, you know, for the war reasons. They were trying to have, like, see what conversations the Russians were having. Um, but they believed that they were successful. Sorry. But they believed if they were successful, they would be able to listen to past, present, and future conversations. They even believed that they would be able to look into the multiverse. So it's almost like they would be able to see what would happen if they did this, what would happen if they did that. You know, they were they were 
trying to see everything that was what the, kinda, the whole goal of it was i kind of love the ambition here it's like we, yeah. we played this noise and it lit up both sides of the brain we're about to control <laughs> the multiverse i really really would not like the government to have that kind of power the idea of that is terrifying i don't like that at all if you were to pick one person one like, person to be able to do that yeah you're not allowed to pick yourself oh damn i pick you I think that would go badly for everyone. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, like was... a cat or a dog or something. Definitely not Aww. a cat, actually, but like a dog. What's the name of your man? Of, uh, uh, Strictly Come Dancing. What's his name? I have no idea. The old guy. I have no idea. I've never once watched Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, Why are you watching Bruce that? Bruce Foresight. Is that okay. his name? I have no idea. Oh my God, he already has Foresight. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'll stop talking about Strictly. Go on. <laughs> Um, yeah, but since they were opening portals, kind of, uh, the project was actually called Gateway Process. That was the name of the CIA project. And according to the declassified files, the pro program is a training system designed to bring enhance, strengthen, focus, and coherence to the amplitude and frequency of brainwaves output between the left and right hemisphere so as to alter consciousness, moving it outside the physical sphere so as to ultimately escape even the restrictions of time and space. The participants then gains access to the various levels of intuitive knowledge the universe offers. Alright, so, so you're with me so far, right? This guy discovers yeah. astral projection, studies it, joins the CIA, uses it against the Russians. So you have all that, right? I I have one question that this right. brings up for me. Okay, so they're doing all these tests and they're giving, like, whoever the ability to astral project. Yes. How do they pick the person that they give that power to? random soldier i don't know i assume they have some sort of tests that they do yeah but let's say they gave it to like random soldier number eight and then yeah. once he gets that he goes completely insane <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> like it's like whenever there was like a serial killer or something they're always like it's the person i least suspected and they're like this person looks grand he seems fine we'll take him then he just goes I mean, full like hollow man why did they give steve rogers the super soldier serum he could have gone bad guy yeah, but the Russian, the German guy was like, nah, it's fine. Well, maybe they had a German guy. <laughs> yeah, paper. What was it? Operation Paperclip? <laughs> anyway, I don't know how they picked them, but they just picked random soldiers. I assume they kind of swapped them in and out, maybe. I don't know. There was a few, more than one anyway. So I'm going to tell you how they actually did it. So this is how they got into that, that mode. And I, I really... I want you to try this, to be honest. I was about I to say, I just want you to know, like, be aware, I'm going to do this tonight. So, like, if shit starts flying hard, around your house. But I don't know if you can find the audio, but you probably can. All right, so. Yeah, right, like you'd be able to do it so quickly, by the way. <laughs> you better I start playing that song from Matilda. <laughs> I'm going to get it done, and you're going to... To be fair, if I could do it, all I'd probably do is go to your house and pet your cat. That's super weird. Why? I love that cat. That's just super weird. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Leave my cat alone. No, I love that okay. cat. All right, okay. So this is how you're going to do it. So in order to enter this state of consciousness where you could travel out of your body, the soldiers were put in a dark room with headphones on, and they were listening to various tones of specific hertz. Uh, the participants had no contact or communication with one another. Uh, after they were finished, their experiences were logged, so they would write down everything the soldiers had experienced but none of the soldiers ever actually met each other. So that's all it was. It was a dark room, headphones on. Uh, and I assume it's like the... 
like like it's depicted in Stranger Things when Eleven goes into the upside down and she can there's just like a dark space but she can see things in it you know that like like I know we talked about it before we probably talked about it a few times at this stage but in the Shadow People episode we mentioned that when people do specific drugs they often encounter the jester yeah the and same people thing. reckon that the jester is like a yeah it's like a creature that is lives in the I, I don't know what you call it outside of this realm it's an interdimensional demon that would come and visit people who it could see it I don't I know, know if that makes any mean. sense yeah but similar the enough way to I that. think of it is like how we can see UV lights and or we can't see UV lights but we're aware yeah. of them kind of thing yeah like we're aware of UV lights it's just like, a filter over your eyes kind of thing it's more than that though because it's not vision it's not something that you can physically see you have to be out of your body no, I I mean, like, it's one of those things that's all around you, but you can't see it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to Roberts, subjects would often report interdimensional entities. So when they were doing this experiment, they were trying to find, like, Russians, trying to find places on Earth that they could, you know, figure out where they were, blah, 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 travel to other places, other times. But they kept encountering these interdimensional entities. And most frequently witnessed was the reptilian humanoids. All right, so stay with me with this. I know this gets a bit crazy. Apparently, yeah, these I'm reptilian just humanoids. Like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> um, apparently, the reptilian humanoids had crocodile-like features, and they were nicknamed the alligators. I don't know why the alligators, not the crocodiles, but they were called <laughs> I was the just alligators. Thinking, I kind of like that though. That they're like, they're like, yeah, they kind of look like alligators or crocodiles or whatever just because like normally i think reptilian creatures i think of those things from land of the lost i like yeah. the idea of one like having spikes and a snout yeah that's kind of what they look like all right um if you want to actually take a look at the picture i sent you there's a picture of him oh i'm so disappointed what year was this <laughs> uh this is back in the 70s okay because he looks exactly like a creature from star wars oh right well that's not surprising. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why is that man wearing a fried egg? What <laughs> are you talking him. about? That's a mask. He's got fried eggs on his face. That is not a fried egg. Whatever fried eggs you're eating, they shouldn't look like that. That looks exactly like a, a fried egg. Look at it. You do the yolk right there. <laughs> you're a yolk. Okay. Shaped ping pong balls attached over a subject's eyes by mole skin. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> they definitely had LSD in this, this test. It was just to, I think, put pressure on the eyes. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't really look into that. But the face is kind of elongated for the... Mm. I don't know. Yeah. That's what the reptilians looked like. So Robert Monroe was actually already aware of these creatures, and apparently he'd been in contact with them for over 35 years through astral projection. And this is what he learned about the creatures in those years. All right? So number one. The reptilians have control over humanity and have enslaved us, okay? Okay. Number two, they exist in the fourth dimension, so they are only visible if you can access the fourth dimension by astral projection. Fair enough, I get that. Right, number three, the reptilians feed off our spiritual life force, which Monroe called Loosh, spelt L-O-O-S-H. Negative and low vibrational energy is essential to their survival. So they're feeding so, off our misery. Yeah, I was going to say, they must be fucking full after the last two years. <laughs> um, and number four, the reptilians see Earth as a massive farm where they can harvest humans' fear, hatred, anxiety, anger, and depression. Okay, Bitch, I'm a gourmet fucking meal sitting here. 
<laughs> Literally, like, I'm a legit snack. But um, I have a question. Yes. Is it just dirt? I don't know, actually. I didn't, that's a good question. I didn't ask the, the reptilians. The, th- the funny thing is, I think this is the very first mention of the whole reptilian conspiracy. You know, that they control humanity and enslave us. Yeah, this is the, the very start of it, of where they're fourth dimensional creatures. And I'm pretty sure it just somehow evolved into the Clintons are reptilians, the Queen's are reptile. I don't know how it got to that stage, but this is where it originally came from. I find it weirdly sexual. <laughs> Why? So that picture you sent me of what the creatures look like has him like a drawing he did, I think it is, of how the creatures like... I'm assuming that's how they feed off humans. It says they attach through like the two lower chakras. Oh yeah, I can see that actually. So that's the stomach, which like fair enough, like you get a pit in your stomach when you're afraid and upset and stuff. But the uh, the fourth chakra is the penis or the vagina. <laughs> yeah. It's a spiritual suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just headbutt my mic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, Robert Monroe actually died in 1995, and it's said that the project has been ended, but apparently there's been some whistleblowers saying that the research still continues at the CIA. And Robert Monroe actually coined the term out-of-body experience. So that wasn't around until him. He was the first I person ever. I think that's ever. cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I coined the term spiritual suck. I don't think you did. <laughs> um... All of this was actually declassified in 2003, but it kind of went unnoticed for a while. They kind of like slipped it out there. I think it actually got popular again because of a TikTok, which is such a, you know, typical thing to happen nowadays. Yeah. I find it funny that slipped unnoticed though. They must have put like a bunch of boring paperwork and then that in the middle and then <laughs> another load of boring paperwork. That's how they do a lot of stuff though, like in America. Like um, whenever they're proposing like a new law or something, yeah. let's say you had a yeah, law yeah. to like decriminalize cutting down every tree in the country someone could slip in another one that like another law underneath it just i just want to add this amendum it's like it's okay to be racist or something and they'll cancel the good law to stop the bad law from going through oh my god (laughs) yeah it's how so many like good things get stopped in america is because they'll latch on something really shitty that nobody wants i don't know how it works so i'm just gonna have to assume you're correct on that that's insane though (laughs) Yeah, I was reading about it before, and also I think it happened in an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my information comes from The Simpsons. Yeah, well, to be fair, they can tell the future. True, true. Maybe they can astral project. Um, but what do you think? What do you do? You think you could try an astral project? I really want to try it. Like, I feel yeah. though, like I would just do mischief. I don't think I'd be able to get to that place in my head to even try an astral project. Like, I've tried meditation and shit, and it just doesn't work for me. I just can't stop thinking about dumb shit. Yeah. I have ADHD, so I have an excuse. You're just shitty at it. <laughs> I'm just bad at chilling out. <laughs> There's probably a uh, reptilian <laughs> no behind me sucking the... <laughs> sucking the life out of me. I can't do... I can't even say that now without laughing. <laughs> well, I'm picturing a spiritual sug. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but that's everything I have on the reptiles, uh, Robert Monroe. If you guys have any stories of your own of astral projection, or if you've ever experienced the lizard people or the reptile people, uh, you can send it in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Anything else, Michael? Uh, no, not that I can think of. I am going to try that, though. I'm going to find that noise. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. <laughs> 
I can't wait to wake up in the middle of the night getting hit in the face with like a printer or something that you're gonna throw at me. I'll let you know if anything's sucking off your back. <laughs> Thanks. If there's anything sucking on my back, will you please kick the shit out of it? Fair enough. Thanks. Okay, uh, I think that's everything for this week, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.